0: Now, uh, last year, one of the Oscar contenders that never sort of eventuated to a great deal was the second by fashion designer Tom Ford, no less. His first *A single man was very well received, and so was this, Nocturnal Animals. Uh, an amazing cast. It stars Amy Adams as an art gallery owner. Why are these people always like authors or... Incredibly rich and never like bog standard ordinary people are they? They're always writers or something. She's an art gallery owner that was in a loveless marriage with a cheating husband who receives a novel sent to her by her estranged first husband, played by Jake Gyllenhaal And it's a story of uh, a rather diffident, uh, useless male on the road in the night with his wife, played by Isla Fisher and young daughter, well, 18 year old daughter who comes across everyone's nightmare scenario which is a group of very scary men who then chase them down and kidnap his wife and children and the story plays out as a sort of two-sided one side her life as she's reading the novel and dealing with her husband and so on and the other side this incredibly intense and really quite upsetting scenario that plays out with Jake Gyllenhaal who ends up He's in both segments, so he plays Amy Adams' husband in one and and the slightly useless husband who feels like he should have done a lot more to protect his family in the other, and he's ended up dumped in the desert. Michael Shannon, a cop that comes along, uh, finds him, and then they find that his wife and daughter have been killed, raped and murdered, and that follows them through to tracking down the three guys that did it. And it flips backwards and forwards between the two scenarios. Um, A lot of people think it's a masterpiece. I can't quite get there. For me, one of the problems with this film is it is very unbalanced. For me, if I look at everything that's great about it, it's all in the scenes with the family getting kidnapped and so on. That side of it is incredible and intense and virtually every great performance in the film is from that side of it as well. Michael Shannon is fantastic as the cop. Jake Gyllenhaal's excellent as he's always brilliant, but he's excellent as uh, the husband. And also really good is Aaron Taylor Johnson, who picked up a couple of Best Supporting Actor nods for his performance as the leader of the three reprobates that kidnap the family. He's an unusually humanized. Uh, role is and if I look at this film everything I felt that's great about it is in that second part of the film where she's reading the novel the first part of the film where she's you know in her life I just didn't connect with or feel like it meant as much there's a a wider symbolic meaning to the novel it seems that her relationship with her ex J. H. Gyllenhaal in the real world ended very very badly and she basically cast him aside and he has to prove to her that he actually can make it as a writer and can write a really good novel but she basically discarded him and it sort of revolves around the sort of more metaphorical aspects of the story that he sent her and how that can apply to how their relationship panned out and how he feels about it Amy Adams is the best actress of her generation I feel so to have her in I thought a a pretty limited role which isn't given a lot to do and then why have Jake Gyllenhaal in both sequences and not have her as the wife in the first sequence when you've cast Isla Fisher who's physically almost identical to Amy Adams if you're trying to convey the notion that it's not Amy Adams in that other bit why cast someone that is so physically similar to Amy Adams it's it's kind of odd and I and I wish that she'd had that much more to do because for her not to be the best thing in the film is really unusual for me to watch and I don't know if it tied together well enough I found myself like absolutely riveted like hands on the couch scratching at the couch in terror in the in the sequence that's the fictional sequence of the uh, wife and daughter being kidnapped and the subsequent interactions with the three or two criminals that are left that are, that have done this, and the way that result revolves itself, is really dark and it's really intense and twisted. And the performances are brilliant. The other world of the art gallery and the cheating husband, I found sheeny and empty, and it didn't. It is a really good film, but it just doesn't gel together for me. And I don't think that it was—it had enough meaning to it. I found it a little bit empty, and I'm not sure that the whole metaphor thing with the book was ultimately that successful. And it was kind of weird—the the relationship between Jay Jillian and Amy Adams when they do meet—it's um, I don't know—it it it kind of I kept on wanting to go back to that fictional world and this incredibly intense, exciting story that was unfolding, and not just sort of gin around in these art galleries and her thinking about her husband and so on and a little bit of a waste for Amy Adams as well normally I would just rave about anything she did but um, the the best actors in this were all in that other sequence and all male good to see Isla Fisher getting work but I'm not quite sure why so I'm going to give Nocturnal Animals a 7 out of 10 and it's actually a better film than that in a lot of ways I just think there's a whole cohesive narrative it maybe doesn't quite gel together. So 7 out of 10 for nocturnal animals. Sorry, Cass, I know you're going to give that a 9 or something.